Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world, where it's naturally supernatural. I called the man who is known as the last living link to the Azusa Street Revival to interview him. I was shocked when I was told that he had died that morning. Yet God told me to interview him. You're about to hear that man's new end time prophetic words as if he were here. It's supernatural. Next. Sid Roth has spent over 40 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Holy Spirit, thank you, thank you, thank you for your presence here right now. This is your platform. Just take over. My guest, Jody Keck, went to Israel with the man known as the last living link to the Azusa Street Revival and heard from Tommy Welchel firsthand the same stories he heard. He even shared never-before-released stories as well as the end-time prophetic words he received in Israel. She also was told he was imparting the Azusa Street glory on her, and she now imparts it to others. Jody, tell us about the Azusa Street Revival. Yes, it, well, the Azusa Street Revival was a sovereign move of God like we've never seen upon this earth since Pentecost. That revival began in 1906, and to this day, one billion people can trace their roots back to Azusa Street. Wow. So that revival was led by a man by the name of William Seymour. He was only 36 years old, and he was a son to former slaves. He moved into the Los Angeles area, and he preached at another church, and he wanted to preach on the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of, of speaking in tongues, and they locked him out of the church. Huh. So he moved the revival to a little house on Bonnie Bray Street. That's when the power of God fell, and it became so big, they had to move to 312 Azusa Street, an old mission that had been burned down, almost all the way down, that was burned out, it had been a stable, it had been a church, but there they began, and the power of God was so strong. William Seymour would sit with a wooden box on his head, and he would sit there, it wouldn't matter how long, 10 minutes, an hour and the people would wait and just pray and seek the Lord. When he took the box off of his head, they say that's when the most miraculous and miracles began taking place. The, the presence of the Lord would fill that old mission with the Shekinah glory. There would be a mist, they say, that would sometimes get up to your neck in this mist of the glory of the presence of God. Miracles just exploded, and night after night, for three and a half years. And then one day, he took the box off of his head, and what happened? They said once he took the box off of his head, the miracles stopped. 
they they no longer had the presence like they had and they no longer had the glory of God like they had and the miracles ceased they they still were there for a while after that but it was never the same it's been speculated that there was no attention drawn to him with a bo- a wooden box over his head but once he said, well, the glory's been here every day, all of these services, I don't need the box anymore. And it's as if the greatest move over the last 100 years, the Holy Spirit just walked right out. Mm-hmm. Now, I know all these retired people told Tommy these stories. But why did they pick him? Why did they tell him all these stories firsthand of what was observed? Tommy was 17 years old when he was taken into this community called Pisgah. There, many of those old saints that had been at the revival lived, and they knew that God had sent Tommy. They banded together. Many people had come through there wanting them to tell the stories. And they told a few here and there, but they knew that God had said to wait for the right person to share these stories with, and then he would be able to share them with the world. And you told me that uh, he, he didn't release these for years. Why didn't he, and how long did he wait to release these miracles, stories? So, Sid, he had a vision of Jesus. And in the vision, Jesus came to him and said, be patient and be obedient. And he said throughout the years, he would just burn to tell those stories. And every time he would hear the voice of the Lord saying, be patient and be obedient. You see, God's perfect timing came 40 years later. 40 years? 40 years went by. He said he didn't even share those stories with his wife. He shared them with no one. And he woke up one morning and he heard the Holy Spirit say, today's the day. He called his pastor to say, God has released me to share these stories of all these miracles. And he said, Tommy, do you know what today is? And Tommy just hadn't registered, didn't realize, and he said, today is the 100th year anniversary of the very day that the Azusa Street Revival had started. And now, you went with Tommy to Israel. I understand that was his first trip to Israel. Uh, And he had visions at the various historic sites where Jesus was. No tour group I know of has had the revelation that he was getting of these sites. He actually saw these events taking place. And you put this in, a, in your book. Yes. Um, but um, tell me uh, perhaps one of the visions. Once we were there, God began just speaking to him so supernaturally in ways 
showing him these visions. One of the visions, when we were at the Jordan River, as we were standing there right at the river, he grabbed my arm and he said, Jody, I see all these fish, because there's a lot of fish in that Jordan River, and he saw all these fish. He said, thousands of them are coming up out of the river as people. He said, revival is coming to Israel. And not only what's coming to Israel, not only is it staying there, but it's going to spread throughout the world like we've never seen. I do have a favorite miracle of the ones I've read in the past. You know that. And that is the little girl that came in with rotten teeth and they all instantly fell out of her mouth. Tell me about that. Yes. So Sister Lucille, she was only 18 years old when she began going to Azusa Street. So she had an anointing and loved praying for people with bad teeth. Some parents brought their little daughter in whose all of her teeth, her permanent teeth had grown in decayed and she was having a lot of problems with them. So they brought her into the mission and asked Lucille to pray for her. Lucille told somebody to go get a cup and she brought the cup to the little girl and had her bend over the cup as she bent over the cup, every tooth fell out. All the decayed teeth fell out into this cup. And then she began to put her finger in one spot and a tooth would grow back in. And then she would move to the next spot and a new tooth. She would wait till that tooth would pop her finger up. Now, was it, did it take a long time or was it almost instant? It was instantly, just a couple of minutes because it took her each, each, she would wait for each tooth, but within just a couple of minutes, every tooth in that young girl's mouth had grown back in. I like that better than those commercials that say in, in one day they'll give you a whole full mouth of brand new teeth. <laughs> I'll take it from God, the dentist, any day of the morning. One of the miracles that he never publicly shared that was that's now in the book, the pregnant prostitute. So one night this young woman came in and she was a prostitute and she was eight months pregnant, but her baby had died in mm. her womb. So she came in and she said, I want my baby to live. I've heard that there are miracles going on here. I'm asking for prayer. I want this baby. Well, Sister Lucille happened to be the one that prayed for her as well. And she asked her, she said, maybe it's best for the baby not to live if you're going to be in this profession. And she said, I don't want to be a prostitute. I want this child. Sister Lucille laid hands on her and instantly the baby came alive and began kicking. She said she could feel that baby kicking against her hands. That child was born, he was a boy, he grew up to later become an evangelist who led one of the largest revivals in the Los Angeles area and led thousands of people to the Lord. Because this is coming back like gangbusters, mm -hmm. these creative miracles. Yeah. Uh, tell me about, was it an ear that was bitten off? Yes. One night a lady came in that she had actually been in a fight. She caught her husband with another woman and she and the other woman 
had a fight. Well, the lady bit her ear off, so she immediately went to Azusa. They prayed for her ear, and um, she said that once she moved the handkerchief, that it was just raw flesh, immediately began praying for the ear. She told her to cover it back up, immediately laid hands on that handkerchief covering her ear, and the entire ear grew out totally healed, totally. Tommy Wilchell had for the future of the world was through Prophet Tommy Hicks' vision for this precise moment in history. Be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Call to get Jody Keck's brand new book, River of Zion, True Stories of Revival, from Israel to Azusa to today. And get her exclusive three-part audio CD series, Your Upper Room Encounter, experiencing God's presence every day. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9861. What we've captured in this book are stories from Azusa, some that have never been told. Some he sat on for 50 years and never told these stories. We have had people that have called and told them that as they read these stories, that they were instantly healed. There is an anointing on this book. There is an anointing on these stories. Your faith will rise up. This anointed book, more than 100 years in the making, will transport you right back to the famous Azusa Street Revival with firsthand stories and testimonies of healing and miracles that will release you into experiencing the super supernatural of God for yourself. And you will receive Jody Keck's three-part audio CD set and learn the three critical teachings that will show you the significance of the threshing floor where you will meet God, lead you to a position of repentance and forgiveness that will finally heal your own bitterness, resentments, and wounds, and learn to walk in the glory realm with God every day. Go to that threshing floor. Go to that place of repentance and then go into that presence of the Lord with your forgiveness, forgiving others, and it will set you free. And then go into that realm of glory that you can encounter the Lord as never before. Don't miss out on getting this exclusive package. Tommy Welchel, the last survivor of the original Azusa Street Revivals before he died, shared unheard of until now Azusa Miracle Stories with Jody Keck as they walked through Israel. And Tommy also prophesied about revival in Israel and in the world, telling Jody that she was to write a book about it all. You can have this book now, as well as her exclusive three-part audio CD series, Your Upper Room Encounter, experiencing God's presence every day. You cannot get this anywhere else. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9861. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9861 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Do you feel as if God's not listening when you pray or speaking back to you? I've been there and so have all of my guests. That's why I want you to go to SidRoth.org slash prayer to access interviews with guests who have discovered how to pray unstoppable prayers. Learn about our free prayer app called God Talk and leave a prayer request so we can pray for you. It's more than time for your breakthrough. 
we now return to It's Supernatural. Now, many in our audience would not even know the name Tommy Hicks. Who was Tommy Hicks? Tommy Hicks was the great evangelist who led the revival in Argentina. He went to Argentina back in the 50s, and the dictator of Juan Perón was there, and God healed that man instantaneously through Tommy Hicks. He opened up this entire stadium to him and began a revival there. Tommy Hicks led hundreds of thousands of people to the Lord in Argentina. Well, Tommy Hicks would come to Pisgah, where Tommy Welchel lived, and preach sometimes. So Tommy, you've got to understand, at this point was just 18 years old, the first time he met Tommy Hicks. But the second time he met Tommy, Tommy had a word for him. And he told Tommy Welchel, he prophesied over him, Tommy, the vision that I have, and I'll share that vision, but the vision and the dream that God gave me about the end times, you will be part of. And Tommy said, oh, no. He said he actually got embarrassed. He said, I was just a young guy, 19 years old. I thought it's going to be all these great leaders. He said, no, you don't understand. You need to listen to me. None of us will be here. This is coming later, but you will be here to be a part of what God has shown me. The vision that the Lord had given to Tommy Hicks was he said that it was an end-time harvest And during this time that it looked as if this giant was coming up out of the river. But what the giant was, was the people of God all forming together to make this huge body of a giant. And during this time, the fire of God, there was a liquid fire falling from the sky. And as people would catch the liquid fire, then God would anoint them to do exactly what he was doing. And they would be laying hands on the sick and they would recover. He said that there would be people all over the world that would experience this end time harvest, that it would not be like anything that we've seen yet, that it would be it would make Azusa Street pale in comparison to what God's getting ready to do upon the earth. And there's not going to be a big I and a little you. God's going to use the, what Tommy Hicks called the nobodies, the people that no one knows, the people that have been hidden and just been plowing and plowing in the Lord for years. But God's getting ready to use these people in this end time harvest, and it's going to be greater than anything he's done upon this earth. Tommy Welchel, not Tommy Hicks, Tommy Welchel, mm-hmm prophesied over you and imparted this Azusa Street anointing, the same presence of God that was on the original Azusa Street participants. Tell us about that. Tommy had prayed for me many times, and I had the privilege of traveling and ministering with him, but there came a point where he knew that it was time to passed the torch, and he said that God had chosen me to be the one to carry these stories, to continue the legacy of him, to show people and for them to experience the glory of God, like Azusa Street Saints experienced that glory of God. And he said that it was just providential, and God had brought us together. 
You see, nothing is a coincidence. And God had brought us together for such a time as this, and he prayed over me, and he asked God to impart that into me and over me so then I would go out and impart it to others. Uh, I would like you to pray over the people right now, but before you pray, will you read the quote from your book on Frank Bartleman? Sure, yes. Frank Bartleman was a gentleman that was part of the Azusa Street Revival. He had set up prayer groups 24-7 for two or three years before the revival even started. And he was a very eloquent man, and he wrote this. And when I read this in a church in Florida, the presence and the glory of God fell so strongly, and people began to just shake and tremor under the power of God, and it spread throughout the church. So this is the exact quote that I read at that church from before Frank Bottleman. Before you read that quote, you had about three words of knowledge. Uh, would you speak them right now? Yes. Look into the camera. Yes. The first thing the Holy Spirit showed me, that there is a young child that he has healed of lupus. It was very specific, and he said, right now, I'm healing a young child with lupus. He then spoke, there's someone right now being healed with Lyme's disease, very specifically Lyme's disease. And then the third thing he also showed me was that I see a lady, and you're of Indian descent. You're from India. And I see God is wanting to impart something to you, that this is Him that's speaking. It's Yeshua. It's Jesus. And He is speaking to you today that you are chosen by Him to walk in the glory and carry the glory. Read the quote. After a little time of quiet waiting, a great calm settled down upon us. Then suddenly, without premonition, the Lord Jesus himself revealed himself to us. He seemed to stand directly between us, so close we could have reached out our hand and touched him. But we did not dare to move. I could not even look. In fact, I seemed all spirit. His presence seemed more real, if possible, than if I could have seen and touched Him naturally. I forgot I had ears or eyes. My spirit recognized Him. A heaven of divine love filled and thrilled my soul. Burning fire went through me. In fact, my whole being seemed to flow down before Him like wax before the fire. I lost all consciousness of time or space being conscious only of His wonderful presence. I worshiped at His feet. It seemed a veritable mount of transfiguration. I was lost in pure spirit. Amen. Thank Would you, Jesus. Would you pray for the impartation? Yes, Father, now we come before You, O God. Holy are You. God, we just ask right now for every person to receive that impartation just as Tommy imparted to me the Azusa Street fire importation, I speak right now that God, that right now you impart to others, Lord, that we would melt like wax before you. God, that we are your burning ones right now. Father, 
bring your fire and your glory upon your people. Oh God, use us and send us. We say, Lord, here we are. And oh God, right now, for every person watching or listening right now, I pray and I, re I impart this Azusa Street fire unto you. It's in the mighty and glorious name of Jesus. Yeshua, we pray. Amen. And before we leave, I want you to pray this prayer out loud and mean it right now, out loud. Dear God, Dear God I'm a sinner. I believe your blood washes my sins away. And now that I'm clean, Jesus, come inside of me. Be my Savior and Lord. Amen. So be it. Call to get Jody Keck's brand new book, River of Zion, True Stories of Revival, From Israel to Azusa to Today, and get her exclusive three-part audio CD series, Your Upper Room Encounter, Experiencing God's Presence Every Day. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9861. What we've captured in this book are stories from Azusa, some that have never been told. Some he sat on for 50 years and never told these stories. We have had people that have called and told them that as they read these stories, that they were instantly healed. There is an anointing on this book. There is an anointing on these stories. Your faith will rise up. This anointed book, more than 100 years in the making, will transport you right back to the famous Azusa Street Revival with firsthand stories and testimonies of healing and miracles that will release you into experiencing the super supernatural of God for yourself. And you will receive Jody Keck's three-part audio CD set and learn the three critical teachings that will show you the significance of the threshing floor where you will meet God, lead you to a position of repentance and forgiveness that will finally heal your own bitterness, resentments, and wounds, and learn to walk in the glory realm with God every day. Go to that threshing floor. Go to that place of repentance and then go into that presence of the Lord with your forgiveness, forgiving others, and it will set you free. And then go into that realm of glory that you can encounter the Lord as never before. Don't miss out on getting this exclusive package. Tommy Welchel, the last survivor of the original Azusa Street Revivals before he died, shared unheard of until now Azusa Miracle Stories with Jody Keck as they walked through Israel. And Tommy also prophesied about revival in Israel and in the world, telling Jody that she was to write a book about it all. You can have this book now, as well as her exclusive three-part audio CD series, Your Upper Room Encounter, experiencing God's presence every day. You cannot get this anywhere else. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9861. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9861 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. ISN. 
The It's Supernatural online network is not just another Christian TV network. ISN offers live streaming of programs 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, right on your mobile devices or smart TVs. ISN lets me watch my favorite shows anytime I want. These exclusive programs are life-changing. Multitudes report getting healed and having their prayers answered. Get ready to receive your supernatural breakthrough, your healing, your miracle. Download the free ISN app today. Next week on It's Supernatural. Hi, my name is TJ Malkanji. I dealt with OCD and intense panic attacks. I was instantly healed and set free after an encounter with Jesus. So join me on the next It's Supernatural with Sid Roth, and I will teach you what God taught me about healing. And I'm going to pray for you so that you can be set free from all depression, oppression, anxiety, worry, and fear. The supernatural knows no bounds, and now there are no limits to equipping you to receive your supernatural breakthrough anytime, anyplace. ISN, the It's Supernatural online network, offers live streaming of programs 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, right on your mobile devices or smart TVs. My workouts are out of the box, and so are my ISN podcasts. Download the free ISN app today. 